Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. Howdy folks and welcome to another episode of the Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Alderton. And I am your very happy beast, Dan Meredith. Miss Meredith. Firstly, how are you? Secondly, why are you so happy? Well, as you may have noticed from that introduction, Jamie, I'm quite happy. But um, I, yeah, I am so happy because I had the best weekend in a long time, to be honest with you. And I had pretty good weekends anyway, where I took my boys, and considering they're 29, they're hardly boys, but they've been with me for such a long time, I've already referred to that, who run my fitness facility, uh, to Alton Towers, and we shared an explorer family room together, um, which was hilarious. And we spent the best part of seven hours back to backing the ever loving fuck out of every single roller coaster possible at Alton Towers. And it was amazing. And I ate far too many fried donuts. I had a kebab for breakfast. I laughed my ass off all day long and it was great. And what I, it was one of those things where I didn't, um, everything's fantastic, you know, in a good place already, but that big dose of fun was something that I didn't know I needed. And it's also what we're going to be talking about today, isn't it, Mr. Alderton? Yeah, having some fucking fun. And and the reason I say that, and and it's one of those things, we've spoken a little bit about having some fun, but I think it's just one of those things where people listen on a podcast, go, yeah, best have some fun. And they don't, or they don't Mm. plan it. And as you just said there, you know, most of the things like, for example, Going on holiday for me is an anxiety-inducing thing because I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to do this, 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 this. I have, to do, I have to do twice as much work in the first week, you know, the week four. And then when I go there, I'm going, fucking hell, this Where's is the awesome. ice bath? Where can I get into the sea? I'm scared. What's going to happen? <laughs> but it's, it's just like, you know, like, and uh, I'm just like, it's actually saying that someone said to me, oh, do you still do cold plunges on holiday? And I'm like, well, and if the sea's cold, then yeah. I'm like, well, you have to understand is the whole point of the cold plunges and that is the discipline muscle, okay? The discipline muscle of doing, getting shit done. Also the discipline of doing something, but I'm on fucking holiday. So the main point of also the stress bath, uh, stress bath is stress tolerance. If you're stressed on holiday, is something fucking wrong. <laughs> so the whole point <laughs> of a holiday is to relax. And I do like going for a cold sea dip. So if the yeah. sea is cold, and I enjoy going to the gym. People go, why do you, you know, those people go, why would you take your gym kit on holiday? And it's like, well, here's the thing. If I close my eyes and thought, what is my perfect day? As in I could pick mm-hmm. anything I want to do for the day. It's going to have an element of exercise in there because guess what? Funny enough, I fucking enjoy it. And I've been doing it since the age of 13. So why wouldn't I take my gym stuff there? So, and the great thing that I, I like personally about taking the gym stuff on holiday is that I like to, normally the kids are in like two hours of their play thing. So it's an mm-hmm. hour of the gym and then an hour of gin. So it's uh, fucking brilliant. Uh, and I have, a, I, have a, I have a simple rule on holiday. No alcohol before you exercise. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's <laughs> Unless fair. it's a rest day. Unless it's a rest day and then do what the fuck you like. I think your perfect day and my perfect day might be slightly <laughs> different, Jamie. So I'd probably say my perfect day involves waking up probably mid-morning or even just waking up whenever and just lying there going, nope, I'm not doing anything. 
then having somebody bring me a pizza because I'll have that for breakfast. Uh, then I don't know how this happens, but you know, a attractive woman who happens to enjoy the gym and has some tattoos will suddenly appear in my room, but then equally have to disappear at some point a little bit later. Then I'll nap and then I'll just watch sci-fi for the rest of the day. And I'll look outside and think, I could go out there. Nah, fuck it. I'll leave it. I'll just stay here. It's fucking delightful. <laughs> Each to their own. Um, and obviously going back to you talking about fun, a lot of people don't think that they have time for fun. And, and the, the question I want to pose people is like, actually you probably don't have time not to have fun. And the reason that I say that is when you get out of your routine, when you mm -hmm. laugh, when you when your brain relaxes, that's when the idea comes. That's when the creativity comes. That's when that thing that you've been yet to understand or solve for weeks and weeks on end because you're trying to outthink it and overwhelm yourself, that's when it comes. It doesn't yeah. come doesn't come when you're hustling doesn't come when you're working your tits off it comes when you're not and it's and if you, you know, don't put yourself out there doesn't come at all there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can hear ladies and gents we, we were chatting before this and we're like do you know what we've been quite we've been quite serious in the last few episodes i do like seriousness and so we have some fun so i'm not gonna create an innuendo counter but i'm sure it will be in the double figures by the end of this uh this podcast but yes dan you've got to put yourself out there yeah i did a reel the other day um and it kind of inspired this a little bit and i'm going to read from this this is something i wrote so i'm just going to read the text it said i'd taken that it says i'd stopped doing reels for a little bit nothing bad just kind of like and i might explain why and it said i've taken a little bit of a break from doing videos on social media because i got bored to fucking tears of what I was seeing. Most people posting generic, tedious, boring, samey content, everything looked the same, everything sound the same, and I didn't want to be a part of that. So I decided to take a conscious break because I didn't want to add to the noise, I wanted to add something of value, and equally, I wanted to have some fucking fun with it. Because quite frankly, I got to where I am by being myself, and I haven't been as me as I'd liked lately. So I was quite frankly bored of Dan. So I decided to do something about it. Took a break, figured out what I stood for, what I wanted to do, how I want to help people, how I want to show up and started having some fucking fun again. And that is what I'm going to do moving forward. And it was just a conscious thing because I realized, you know, we, we all sometimes fall into the habit, especially those of you who are listening who use social media for work. Um, you see other people doing stuff and it can be quite serious. You know, you've got to do this and post that and show up there and the top three reasons why you're a complete fuck nut and seven top tips for those of you who are living in your mum's basement and eating just beans. Uh, fuck off. Just fuck off. You boring cretins. And I had actually become a little bit like that on some of mine. So I thought, no, I don't want to do it because you can't, because I don't want to. You can't make me. I'm bigger than you. So there, fuck off. <laughs> I've got um I've got a talk today in front of eight hundred and fifty people and I'm contemplating using the word on the stage wankpreneur. And wankpreneur is a good word. It is. Yeah, well, and Jamie, so you know, I've got important things to do as well today. I am hold on, let me think. Give me a minute. I I'm gonna Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you're, you're gonna do some similar to what I said, but just one of the syllables. Yeah. Well, I mean, nature's <laughs> as, as a favorite meme of mine, Jamie, is nature's five minute pick me up. Oh, there we go. There we Apart go. from two. the bit where you're left where 
if you are using any sort of stimulating me material and you're left with the black screen of doom, Jamie, and all you catch is your own reflection and the sad, disappointed look in your own eyes. <laughs> you see yourself what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Most people know what I'm talking uh, about. And if yeah. you don't, can I just say you're a good person? You're a there good you person. There you go, Mr. Meredith. But today, so yeah, oh, sorry, go on, mate. Yes, sorry, I was just saying... So yeah, I mean, having fun and I'll be honest, hands up, it's not something that I've been focused on the last few months. One of the things that made me realize this was one of the ultimate things on TikTok now, which I love, um, they create this thing called on this day. Basically what it is, is on this day, you posted this. And what's great about it is like when I'm thinking of content to post, I look at on this day. And it goes, on this day, you posted this. And it basically says, do you want to repost it? It's like, yes, I do. So it makes mm-hmm. content creation so much easier because the last three years, I've posted something every day on TikTok. So every day, mm. I get something on there. However, it goes, on this day, 2019, you posted something really kind of funny and humorous because the first year for me in TikTok was just fucking about with trends, having fun, using my video skills and not actually giving a flying fuck about adding any value other than making people laugh. And looking at some of the content made me laugh. You know, my own content made me laugh. I am that sad. But it just made me realize that how much I, you know, don't worry, I still enjoy social media, but I really enjoyed just putting things like skits and everything. And I've got a good friend of mine, Paul Lima, and all he does on social media is skits. And I get it because they make people laugh. He loves doing them and they're hilarious. And not only that, because he's been doing them so long, he's got, yeah, a team of two people that he's like that full time doing it. You know, he's got he's built millions of followers from doing these little skits, and you know it's now his full time work. And I'm like, what? What an epic what job! But he's worked his he's worked his tits off for that. And I forgot that two years ago I used to love doing those kinds of videos. Now I'm not going to suddenly start doing uh, skits, but what I'm now thinking about is how can I have more fun with this serious mindset stuff mm. to get people to, you know, understand it better. And I'm like, cool, let's, let's, let's focus on doing a bit of mixture of the two. I mean, of course, next month I'm going to have a lot of fun because I'll be uh, talking about my Santa shred, which I do every year. And I have a lots of fun with the marketing for that. And it's a very big program of mine, but, Next year, one of my focus is not only to, of course, have more fun in my personal life, but just have more fun on social media because yeah. that's you know that's what it is all about. It is about adding value, but it's also about turning up. And when you're having fun with something, it's very easy to show up uh, and do the thing. And of course, if you are sparking that positive emotion in others, you know I always say people don't come for your information; they come for your energy. Mm. So they'll be seeking your content to get a laugh. And I remember this from the pandemic period. I, I weirdly, all I was watching on Netflix was stand up comedy because I just wanted a laugh. I just yeah. wanted, you know, a, a little bit of escapism and just to, I, all I did was look at funny things. Everyone was looking at the negativity and news. And I just was literally binge watching a load of stand up stuff. So, yeah people need it you know it's been a bit of a rough year for a lot of people and it's like cool how can you show up 
and there's many different ways of showing up online. It's not always about, you know, doing a lot of what I do with the serious mindset stuff uh, in the in the camera. Yeah. It can be about just having some fucking fun. Mate, I agree with you. to show up and be consistent with it. Like, you know, when I did the whole entrepreneurship thing and with Coffee with Dan, you know, which is my Facebook group, it was all about kind of providing a little sort of safe haven or actually away from the real world where you could be yourself. You could obviously, you know, ask for help, get your questions answered, you know, learn some stuff as well. But it's also where you could be yourself. You could have fun. You could share funny shit as well. And I think, to be honest, mate, and it's only when you someone actually, you know, and it's a, a good friend who kind of said this, like I had a moment of like, yeah, I'm really, you know, proud of the content I've done. I enjoy putting out what I'm putting out. But it's like I haven't done any fun stuff for a bit and I've been really probably a bit too serious and probably trying to you know subconsciously be a bit more grown up and stuff and yes I am 43 so there is a point where you do have to let go of some things you know there's some stuff which I'm like yeah that is that should be in the past that was perfect for the early days but that's not really kind of who I am now but I, you know, as I said on my, my little reel, I was just getting a little bit bored of myself and stuff. And, you know, I love my job. I love what I do. I've got great clients. You know, I'm really fucking blessed to have what I have. But I'm like, when was the last time I just was silly or fun or started doing some stuff just for the fucking sake of it? Like, <clears throat> you're not going to get me. Like, there's nothing wrong with people who do this. It's their choice as well. You know, I see a lot of influencer types in my space and it's all sports cars and watches and traveling and holidays which is great and if they earn that money and they live that life fucking you know fill your boots right but i see some of that stuff and i'm just like oh fuck off like i've got a few mates who i work with who do it very very successfully because they appeal to a younger audience and that is very aspirational to them so it's actually quite smart to show it, but I was just kind of like, look at you with your fuck. Ooh, you don't sit on a fucking sports car with a laptop, you fucking knob. Like, go eat a bag of dicks. Like, seriously, these posed, preened, edited bullshit pictures that I see online. I'm like, I'll oh, just go and blend your own head, you dickhead. But again, of my from my perspective, I was being, you know, a bit of a boring bastard on some stuff. So I, I you know, again, like all things that if you want it to be something that you change or you improve, you've got to make it a priority. You know, you if you if you are feeling some type of way, for example, I was really not as much fun as I'd like, well I've got to factor in fun. And put time aside. And the first things I did is I, I reshuffled my diary, blocked out a few more times. And for me, one of my my happiest places, and if you see my social media pics from when I was at One Towers, you it's just the biggest, fattest smile on every single picture because I'm just having my best time. Now you might not like roller coasters, or whatever. What what you do that makes you happy and makes you smile, totally down to you. But I think obviously the like I do just think there's this still a bit of a hangover from the pandemic, you know. It went there is yeah a hundred percent. It's definitely is. there, and we kind of stopped doing some of the things we used to do or fall out of habits and things. And you know, yeah, I used to do all kinds of crazy shit, um, not dangerous, stupid stuff, but like just had fun. I did things, you know. I was entertaining on social media. I'd have a laugh with stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I have a, a you know a really sort of cool life and job as I do now. But I'm like, fucking hell, like I'm getting bored of me. So I'm like, right, fun is going back in the diary. End of. Yeah, and you've got, as you just said there, you've got to put it in the diary. You know, like, and you've got to put everything in the diary. If you, if you are running a business or you're trying to get, you know, yourself to that level, 
it's not just about putting like client appointments in, business appointments in, it's putting appointments in for yourself. Yeah. And I say this all the time, you know, a lot of a lot of uh businesses that I speak to, a lot of guys that want to be consistent with social media, I said I look at the calendar and go, Where's where's content creation? Where's mm-hmm. where's posting? I was like, you wonder why you're not fucking being consistent with social media and you haven't even got a slot in for it. I mean, you've got your slot for your client, which is great, but mm-hmm. have you not thought that the correlation between allocating two slots, you know, a week for content creation and posting is just as thing. valuable as actually delivering to the person that's paying you money. Cause that's actually what's going to generate you more, but also at the same time, putting an hour here, an hour there, two hours there, just, you know, and here's the thing. If, it's absolutely okay and you have 100% my permission and why why the fuck are you not doing this? By putting a slot in your diary two o'clock in the afternoon to go and play your fucking PS5. You know? And, and here's the thing. Um, no, yes. Okay, if you can. Now, if you have a full-time job and then you do your calendar and you come back home with your two kids and you go say <laughs> to your missus, Sorry. I listen to this podcast <laughs> and this guy I, and, I, who literally gets I, up at four in the morning told me I have yeah. to play my PlayStation now. So, you know, you keep yeah. looking after them and I'm going to go yeah. and kill some sprites. Yeah. But at the same time, I will challenge you to say, oh, it's okay for you. Bollocks. Yeah. Okay. You know, absolute bollocks. You have so much tools at your disposal to be on a craft, get fucking good at it get some clients, create some products, throw shit out of the world to see what sticks, and then maybe six to eight to 12 months of figuring it out, finding it out, and working your bollocks off, then you can put your hour slot in for your PS5. However, um, you know, that is totally up to you what to do. And, you know, as I said before, and I've pushed back on this on the podcast where people say "It's it's okay for you, you know, this, that, and the other. It's like, yes, it is, because we put the fucking work in and what I want you to do is stop using that because it doesn't empower you. What empowers you is to go, look, there's this learned helplessness, as you said, the hangover from the pandemic. A lot, a lot of people are very risk averse. And one of the reasons at this moment in time that people are risk averse is because, you know, whoever saw that coming, you know, and it's this panic of if I suddenly do this and something like that happens again, well, it might do, but it also might not. And if you live your life as, you know, what ifs, um, might, shoulda, woulda, coulda, you're not going to get fucking anywhere. You do have to take a punt and you do have to back yourself. But also, you do have to reward yourself, too, for all this fucking hard work. And this is a reminder to myself as well. Sometimes I kind of beat myself up by filling out my diary full of appointments and things and doing stuff. And then sometimes I just look at it and go, why haven't I got that PS5 slot? I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. got PS5, so that's why the slot's not there. But my, you know, I do enjoy playing my virtual table tennis. And you do indeed. I, I do have that slot in there. Um between seven and seven thirty, so I do have that for my fun. But you forget sometimes that you're in control of this shit. For some reason, you've outsourced your life to other people, to other things, to the world. And sometimes it's a case of realizing that, hang on a minute, you need to reclaim that. 
And I spoke about this in the previous podcast for Miles about the four hour work week being the first book that I read. I mean, the, yep, I know, the second book, because the first book was The Hungry Caterpillar. Um, <laughs> Jamie Alderson, age 26. <laughs> well, well, you know, everyone knows this. Like when you're at school, you're like, you must read this, read this chapter. And I'm like, if anyone t- told me to do anything at school, I did the opposite. So if you're telling me to read something, pretty much certain that I'm not going to read it. So I didn't actually pick a book up till I was around 25 and the first book was the four hour work week. And the thing that made me realize, did you get through school then? (laughs) How did I get through school? Yeah. If you're not picking up books and doing as you're told, how the fuck did you get through then? Okay. So funny enough, go on. I remember in English, my English teacher said, you're not going to be able to do your GCSE English. And I went, yeah, well, she goes, no, you need to put in five assignments by tomorrow. It's not going to happen. And I went, yeah, don't worry, I will. And through spite, <laughs> at, at 14 years of age, I remember writing five of these things till one o'clock in the morning. I've never stayed up that late, really around 15, to work. Yeah. And it was just because I wanted to see my English teacher's face. When I walked in the door, and I remember walking in the door, and, and she kind of looked at me as if he's not going to, obviously... <laughs> do anything and I went one two three four five there we go and just that (laughs) fucking energy of going fuck you to how dare you underestimate me and that's why spite and you know um, what spite is a hell of a fucking motivator it is a hell of a motivation and I think we I actually spoke about this about creating I think we spoke about about having an invisible enemy to You know, think that these people are out to get you, so you prove them wrong, and they're not really out to get you. But the energy of proving them wrong gets the thing mm. done. And I like to use that from time to time, especially if there's something important which I which I need to get done. Yeah. It's normally when shit hits the fan. But it, you know, as you as you said with regards to uh, reading the four hour work week, what it showed me is because my mentality when I first had my business and first six months was I'm going to work seven days a week. And this is obviously being 24, seven days a week for 10 years. And then I'm retire. I'm going to work my tits off. And then obviously reading the four hour work week. So no, 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 no. Like the thing will happen. If you do that, firstly, you'll probably won't make it 10 years. Secondly, if you do make it 10 years, Mm -hmm. be really successful. There'll be no one around to celebrate with or retire with. And thirdly, you'll just be bored and you'll choose and pick something else to do. So instead of doing that, think 20, 30 years. And instead of thinking seven days, think three. And I was like, that's brilliant. Because actually, you know, I can pretty much, I'm working seven days a week now. I'm working five days a week in the studio. And because the industrial estate that I'm on is closed, I was going up to London and doing diet consultations on the Saturday, writing the programs on the Sunday. and back in the office on Monday. But instead I went, right, okay, cool. I'm going to move all my clients Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because then I will have Tuesdays off and Thursdays off and it will feel like the weekend. Yes, I've got nine clients on a Monday, nine clients on a Wednesday, and nine clients on a Friday. But it's that Friday feeling energy because you know that you've got fuck all to do the next day. And the most scary thing for me was to email those people and say, pick a slot. And I was like, oh. And then they went Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I was like, just by realizing that I'm in control of my own life and diary, I've just freed up two days. And it was just this moment of going, fuck, we forget. And and for those of you who run their own business, who are entrepreneurs and or have a side hustle, the trouble with your business is your boss is a prick. He's a dickhead. 
He is. He, like, and he's he, got a lot of body hair. Them. Like, he spends far <laughs> a, a good two hours a week just removing pelts. Yeah, Leaves and a state about, everywhere. And think about this. If you're an employee <laughs> to your own business, imagine, if you will, if you treated your actual employees the same as you treated yourself in your business, as in no holidays, no days off for fun, no vacations, you know, working 12, 14 hours a day. You know, how long is it going to be before they, yeah, how long is it going to be before they go, fuck this shit? And you wonder why a lot of people get two years into the business and go, fuck this shit. And I will tell you why, because your boss is a prick. So allow yourself to have fun. Allow yourself time off. Put things in your diary that suit you. I remember um, I had my, um, I've got a small group of uh, coaches that I work with and we were doing our Monday catch up at nine. And I was always getting really a lot of anxiety because I was cutting my gym workout short Mm -hmm. by about 20 minutes so I can get back and get things sorted so I can get changed, get to the office. I was like, why don't you just move it to 11? (laughs) Because then you can have your whole fucking (laughs) work. Well, you have your whole fucking workout, then you can literally get everything prepared and then you're going to turn up and, and obviously it's going to be a better session. And what did I do? Just turned around and said, hey, we're moving it from nine to 11 because that works best for me. And everyone's like, guess what happened? Surprise, everyone's surprise, like, you're happier. Fine. And it's like, oh, yeah. yes. Didn't think of that. Con- <laughs> I, I do control it, but we do. You know, we get caught, caught up into this. I must do it on this day. I must do it on this day. And you forget the question, do I want to do it on this yeah. day? I have a little thing that I say to people. It's like, don't make promise. Like, so don't make evening promises. Morning, you has to fulfill. So another, or or vice versa. So what will happen is when you're all motivated and excited to do stuff, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get up early and do this. I'm going to go and do that. You stick at it for a few days, unless you are super disciplined enough to make it a habit. And then it just falls by the wayside and you don't do it. Just being really honest with yourself about how you're going to do things, when you work best, what you need to do for you. And again, put yourself fucking first. Like, I will say this as well. Like, it's, it's just been a weird year this year. I mean, obviously, we've had a few mm-hmm. weird years now. But just the vibe is, you know, usually after. So we're recording this in sort of mid-September of 2023. Usually, it's a little flatter during summer because people are away and doing stuff. But it's just been a real slow grind for people to get back up people haven't got the mojo they have they're a little bit jaded a little bit tired especially a bit on the online landscape as well and i just thought to myself do you know what i'm just not going to get involved in that noise i'm literally i've moved a lot of my stuff and some of the launches and the new booking stuff to sort of end of the year and next year because i'm like i don't want to get involved in this i just want to put some good shit out get my energy back to where it used to be obviously now i can fully leg again so you know four and a half months later after you know, absolutely cluster fucking my um, leg. I'm able to do all my stuff again. And the next thing I did was just factor in some fun. Because you know what? The more fun I have, the better I fucking feel. And I don't particularly feel bad day to day anyway, but having those moments of fun, those little oases of joy in my life bleed into everything. You know, it's the middle of the week now when we're recording this. I went on the weekend. I'm still buzzing from the weekend. I still had such a great time. And it sounds, you know, I've said this sort of thing before and it's, you know, I hope it's not too morbid, but you've only really, you're here once, okay? Whatever you believe in, you know, you might come back again, you might go somewhere else, who knows? But realistically, you, as you now, on this planet, that's it. That's your lot, okay? And I realise that if you, you know, fun, enjoyment, laughter, having a giggle, being silly from time to time, 
really, really does make all this worthwhile, this whole life thing. And I will say, even when I didn't have much money, um, myself, you know, when I started my first business, you know, I was, I'd fuck all, literally were like looking for change to put in the, in the car, petrol wise and stuff. We had nothing, but we still found ways to put a few pennies aside here. We did free things. We did fun things. We used to use, oh God, was it not Gumtree? What's it called? The Groupon. So we'd get Groupons and do, you know, fun stuff on there and, you know, find ways to do things, play board games, all sorts of stuff. So it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive, but a little dose of fun, if you can daily, but definitely weekly, maybe something to look forward to each month, just the world of fucking good. Like, you know, you shouldn't be serious all the time. Life is, yeah, life can be hard and absolutely but fuck you dry at times. It happens to all of us. And sometimes when we least expect it, but these moments of fun and joy really do make all those shitty times far more bearable. And if you're not having fun or you're being too serious or you're bored to fucking tears of your life, do something about it. Don't just sit there fucking crying into your fucking sad little wank at the end of the day. thinking, think, oh no, it's rubbish. Okay, as I have, as I have done. Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw my hands up there. I've been a little sad bitch at points, and it's like, well, okay, you're sad. That's fine. You're allowed to be sad and have shit times and stuff. But what are you going to do about it? Sitting here in your little fucking cube of sadness, being a miserable fucker. Shut up, Dan. Yeah, and it's a reminder to ourselves sometimes, you know, and, and tight. Talking that narrative, you got to time it right because I 2020 wasn't a good time to tell people that. <laughs> no, obviously, also I'm saying yeah. it now, in it. Yeah, no, 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 I know, but I did, and that was my biggest mistake ever. What like, you were telling I, people to? No, like I'm looking up here on the side. I've got like the world's smallest violin on my <laughs> uh, shelf, and about uh, 2019, I did a viral video playing it for people. <laughs> And then I thought, oh, that, and, and then obviously I had it on this day. It was like June 2020. And I was like, oh, that'd be a good piece of content to fire oh, people up. And no. no, it didn't go down well. Because no, uh, I, 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 I cut the wrong thing. And I was like, cool, I've had about 300 messages. All with the, all with a word that began, begins with C this and ends in T. Sounds like punt. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, okay. You, you, that's yeah. not, you know, context that is key. That was not the I tone the I was thinking of there. But you know what's really fascinating, and I was, you know, I know we're coming out of um, having fun here. But what's really fascinating with that? I'll tell you is, what's really fascinating is I, to this day, still don't know how. Obviously, anyone can wear them. How women find thongs comfortable? I've worn a thong once in my life on a rugby tour. I don't get it. That's what I find fascinating. Absolutely fair play to you. Awesome work. You know, if it's comfy for you, you look great in it. Fantastic. I don't know how you wear a thong. Don't know how you do it. There you go. That's what I find fascinating, Jamie. I've worn Great. one once, and all I did yeah. it was when we had to. It was uh, we, we all dressed up, and it was part of the, the freshers thing. And us freshers had to wear thongs for some reason. Do, and do I you just know spent the you... whole day picking it out of my ass. <laughs> do you know when you have to carry on a conversation or something, and the conversation's just left because the other person's yeah. just gone totally left field? Thanks, yeah, Dan. thank you. It's very but hard to bring it, it back but, into but, very hard to bring it back into what I was talking about, but which is perfect because we were talking about this, and me and Jamie today is actually our one year anniversary of the Body and the Beast, and you can still kind of find our old episodes somewhere. Um, 
and we were even saying this ourselves, you know, I had a, a good friend say to me, like, loves the podcast, but, you know, we, we try and be, you know, we can be quite serious and quite, you know, we talk about some bigger topics and try and help you. But, you know, if you live, like, our old stuff was a lot, you know, we still did this sort of stuff, but there was a lot of silliness and, and stories and fun. And we both said, like, as much as we love doing this podcast, and when we said when we started this up again, because it was really popular, we did really, really well with the podcast, it's that if we, we weren't going to do this podcast if we couldn't sort of at least see a two-year-plus window of us doing it, because there's no yeah. point doing it otherwise. And we're 100%. one year in now, and we've smashed it. We haven't missed a single one. We've Every week we've published. But, again, we wanted to have a little bit more fun. And one of the things that used to work quite well, and it wasn't deliberate, but it was just the little tangents that would absolutely torpedo Jamie's wonderful quotes and stoic th- principles and you know really you know deep insightful stories just me coming in like a fucking overhand right and smashing you off coming like a wrecking ball outstanding song but yeah it's been a year so for those of you who've been yeah. with us since the start we wanted to say thank you because it's been a fucking pleasure yeah, to do 100 percent. yeah a hundred percent and um yeah, well, I just want to quickly finish my point, my point back. When you, I, I'm just going to not reckon, let you. I'm going to keep fucking you, this up. You, and let me, let, me, let me explain, okay? When I did mess up, it's very interesting that, like we talk about this as well, is when you become successful in something, it's interesting to see the real people who clap and the real people who don't. When mm-hmm. you fuck up, it's interesting to see the real people who stamp on you and people who support you. And it's always very fascinating because you really understand who puts you on a pedestal and who doesn't. And it's the reality is there is no pedestal. And I was actually taken by surprise Mm. that this, this in, in my maybe 10 years of doing content, this is the first thing that I fucked up and I had to like kind Mm -hmm. of apologize to people because I'd taken out context. I was like, I, I, I forgot to look how it might look to other people. And then two people, like, you know, coaches, you know, in the fitness industry came at me. And I was like, wow, wow. Like as if to say, I told you he was no good or I told you he was really like that. One little fuck up and I was just like, wow. I was like, you've got a lot of things that you need to to deal with. Um, And even reaching out to them to say, is everything okay? They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I know what you're doing now. I know your game. And it's like, no, 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 I'm just like, from my head, I'm like, why, yeah, why would, you know, uh, in fast me though, people, why would you do that if you're not in a good place? Because What's I know when you're people fucked up. Because you've got your big book of quotes in your head. What's the one about hate not hate is like holding a mirror up against themselves? What's that one? I can't say it eloquently. You'll probably know it off the top of your head. Yeah. So I've um, got a segue off the back of it. Yeah. So I I did an acronym for hater, and it was have a, um have anger towards everyone really successful. Um, and it is basically your success is like showing a metaphorical mirror to Mm -hmm. an individual to show them that they're not doing the things that they said they were going to do. And that is the reality because sometimes when you see that somebody has or achieved something that you haven't, it's not that you're angry with them. The reality is, is that you're angry with yourself because you haven't been as consistent with that person. And in that situation, you are presented with two options. Put that person on a pedestal, which makes you feel better to say that they're mm-hmm. different or they've cheated or they've done something which you have done and they just got lucky. Or just actually grab that metaphorical mirror, take a look at yourself and go, you're full of shit. 
The reason that you're angry is because they've been able to do it. And actually, probably worth you reaching out to that person. Firstly, congratulate them and ask for help. Yeah. Well, the other side of it, as I was saying there, which was the bit I wanted to add, is some people are just fucking dicks. And that's that. So, do you know what? I'll close with saying this. Whatever you do in your life, you know, whatever you're listening to us, whatever you take away from this, again, thank you for being with us for the last year. But please, live your fucking life. Quit worrying about what anyone else thinks about you because, quite frankly, they're wrapped up. Most people are wrapped up in their own shit to be worrying about you. And for the love of fuck, have some goddamn fun. One day, your body will be a sack of bollocks and you won't be able to do shit. So go have some fun. Bring some joy into life. You deserve it. You're worthy. You don't need permission. Go have a fucking giggle. And that's it from me. And I will finish with something slightly controversial. Uh, and it's from Frank, Frank Kern. Um, I, I, I've got a lot of time for Frank Kern reading this old stuff. And he put this thing up saying, dude, I'm successful because I'm more afraid of being broke than I am of being judged or overworked. I'm more afraid of letting my family down than I am of being hated on, criticized, exhausted. That's it. Plain and simple. Bosh. Fucking love. Stop worrying about others. Worry about the people that actually give a fuck about you. Focus on them and focus on creating a better life for yourself, for them. And that all comes down by sometimes just letting go Shaking off, not taking yourself so fucking seriously. Going to Alton Towers, going to have some fun, eat too many donuts. Have a wank. Then... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Stare at yourself in that dark black screen. <laughs> Look at yourself, because that, that is your metaphorical mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst mirror ever. That is the, the black yeah. screen of sadness. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> right on that note, I think we should wrap okay. this one up, Mister Jay. They, ladies and gents, hopefully you haven't unsubscribed. Hopefully you're still uh, tuning in. And if you have listened to all these 52 episodes, thank you ever so much. We really, really appreciate it. Let us know. We've had a few posts today um, on social media about you listening to podcasts, and myself and Dan genuinely, genuinely love receiving those posts. So yeah, thank you. If you are listening to that, if you are posting, massive thank you. But as always. I've been your body, Jamie Alton. And I've been your beast, Dan Meredith. And if you work out female and want to bring me a pizza, please do make yourself known to me. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.